my man. Fellow South Africans. COVID connected. Corona Diaries. Alela. Techeresa. Laystead. Listen. Yingisa. Utrela. Hello, Mzanzi, and welcome back to COVID Connected, the companion podcast to Corona Diaries. A quick reminder for those who don't know, Corona Diaries is a podcast in which the School of Journalism and Media Studies at Rhodes University creates a record of the COVID-19 pandemic as experienced by its own students. All of these storytellers are in their second year of study completing a course on podcasting. My name is Arifa Lunat, and today I'm joined by my lovely co-hosts Lesejo Tekiso and Nolo Maniati. We form part of the teaching team and so help to produce COVID Connected, which tells the backstory of the Corona Diaries podcast, giving you a behind-the-scenes glimpse into the process of how our podcast is made. The Corona Diaries and COVID Connected started in the beginning of 2020, and now in August 2021, the pandemic rages on. It is without any further ado that we welcome you to a new season of COVID Connected. Remember that you can stream this podcast and Corona Diaries on any of your favorite podcast platforms. COVID connected. Okay, so to kickstart this episode, the three of us are going to discuss what it's been like tutoring so far. Nankolo, you tutored JMS Audio last year. Oh yes, I started tutoring Jen last year. And for me, first semester was quite fun because I met my students and we did most of our practicals face to face. And then they had to go home for the first term holidays and I've never seen them again. (laughs) (laughs) It must have been interesting for you. I enjoyed working with them while we were working face to face. And then when they got home things changed like drastically because they started having excuses and I understood because it's their first time learning online and obviously some of them were struggling with maybe connectivity issues so they couldn't get in touch. So it was kind of difficult to adapt to the situation, especially knowing that we've been working all this time face to face and now things changed. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for most of my students, the ones that started working with audio, while we were meeting face-to-face, things were much easier for them because they already know how to use Audition, how to edit, how to record. At at least they had the basics while we were meeting face-to-face. And my second group last year, uh, in second semester, it was quite difficult because no one knew what Audition was and we never had a workshop like we did this year. So I could only try my best and inform them about audition during our Zoom sessions and... Yeah, this year's a lot more structured than last year. Mm. Like, yeah, we definitely. we know a lot more about what's expected of us because last year, like uh, Nunkolo was saying, you were having face-to-face meetings and then all of a sudden it's over. Like, yeah. everyone's at mm. home. And also, like, no one anticipated this would happen. Yeah. And so during that time... Rose wasn't prepared exactly, for that. During that time when we were all just... We thought we were on holiday... And here, Nkola had to sit there and be like, how the hell are we going to teach these people from the other side of the country? 
Yo, Lisejo, you and I have started uh, tutoring audio storytelling this year. It's our first year as JMS two tutors. How's it been for you so far? Um, for me, it's been quite interesting. I honestly would have preferred to have taught them face to face. I think it just makes things. It makes the experience so much better. You get so much more out of it when you actually are able to be hands-on with the production of the podcast. Because right now, they they edit their own stories separately and then they just like contribute and only some stories get to make it. But when we were in second year, we had a collaborative project where we would produce a podcast in, in separate tut groups. So everyone contributed we to... make our own stories. Yeah, we would make our own stories. It, like we would the production, the, the, the whole topic of the podcast, like everything, the audio imaging, the like everything was up to us. And having a hand in that actually, I think it gave us an upper hand compared to the tattlings now because I don't think most of them even know how to make a jingle. Yeah, that also. Um, they don't know how to do audio imaging. Yeah, there's so much that they're missing out on. But I also still think that there is some learning um, being done, a lot of learning being done, actually. And I saw it with when I was tutoring last semester and I saw the stories that came out at the end of the semester and how well they actually adapted to the online learning, despite the fact that this is such a practical subject. So, yeah, it's been quite interesting. I think for me, the funny experience always has to be the Zoom tats when, like, they're all silent when you ask a question. My goodness. (laughs) I think it's so funny and it's so awkward because, like, for me, it really, it breaks my heart because I'm like, I see when people do that to lecturers and I always answer because I feel awkward for lecturers when people are just silent. So I'm like, chat, man. (laughs) So when I'm tutoring, I'm like, why, why don't you guys feel sorry for me? And someone say something. I also feel like they're much better on Zoom because sometimes two or one person can engage. It's even worse on the WhatsApp (laughs) groups. Hey, everyone will put blue tick (laughs) you. And they read your messages. That's the thing because you can see when people have read your messages they all read the message and then they all keep quiet and no one breaks my heart like what students like no man has hurt me that way (laughs) (laughs) need to work on it students that are listening just talk to us come on (laughs) COVID connected the tutoring experience has been interesting for us. At least we actually got to meet our students. A large part of our tutoring experience is making sure our students are confident with their work. That means communicating is very important. We now have a discussion with Gavin Gaka, a student who is currently taking the audio storytelling course, who tells us about his experience of learning about audio storytelling so far. So... Your experience of audio journalism and audio storytelling has mostly been online. How has this experience been for you? Yo, online. Online is a problem because I realize online, especially if you're doing something like podcasting, 
changing file extensions and all of that because we're receiving audio from WhatsApp, we're receiving audio from Instagram, we're receiving audio from these different platforms that use different file extensions. So I feel like, especially someone who's who doesn't have a strong uh, technological background, it's very daunting. It's very challenging. It's very, it's so difficult. Like it's so difficult. I feel like that that is something that we all struggled with. You know, learning how to use these softwares, learning how to use some some of these things by ourselves without having you know someone standing next to you know, relaying the information on how to use some of these things so like for me using some of this uh, equipment has been so challenging but I have to say like the journalism department I'm so blessed to be here because they're like so accommodating so understanding and they just always make sure that they do as much as they can to give you uh, the platform to learn uh, in this new normal. So as much as it's been difficult, it's also been very, very lovely. So today's actually your first time in studio. Do you think that with this pandemic, you've been missing out some aspects of audio storytelling? Yes, most definitely. When I came here, it was like I was going, I was coming into like the bad cave. It was so cool, you know. This room by itself has got a psychological effect because imagine you're doing your work and you're in such a professional environment like this. It also, it makes you want to do better other than when you're at home and, you know, you just got your phone and you've got the editing app and you're just like, ah, you know, fine. It's not the same as being in such an environment that's that's been cultivated to push you because I I feel like had I been in this environment, oh my word, I would, like, if it wasn't for curfew, I'd even sleep in it. I feel like we have been heavily, heavily missing out on using some of these amazing resources that are in this uh, in this building. Uh, but hopefully, you know, with time, it, it all shall change. As someone who's just starting out with audio storytelling and as someone who's had to rely on your cell phone for all your editing and all your recording, how has that experience been? Oh, I've been totally blown away because I didn't know that my phone had such capability. And I will not lie, as much as I'm learning this uh, for education, for academics, for my degree, for life and all of that, I still am going to use it to have a lot of fun because I really did not know. Until you have these apps and you have the tutorials and you're encouraged to use them and you actually sit down and you spend time with it, you really get to realize like how powerful these devices are. And it doesn't even have to be the iPhone or the Samsungs, literally any device, as long as you've you have a good pair of headsets or headphones you're always good to go and now that you know what goes into producing the corona diaries and now you're seeing how we make covid connected what can you say about this entire project because of covid many students didn't know that a something like this exists you know they didn't know that you guys who are further in your degrees are doing work like this you know you're in professional very like state-of-the-art rooms and you know you really are like working you're starting to build your reputation in the media world seeing what goes on behind the scenes is like yo when is my turn like i'm so excited and hopefully we can be doing some very creative some very boundary breaking work when it's time for us to you know step into the hot seat and uh, show our our personalities and our character mm. hopefully by the time you're in these seats there won't be a pandemic anymore COVID Connected.
The first editing exercise that our students produced were vox pops and soundscapes, all recorded within their homes. What I like about this exercise is that when you compare their vox pops and soundscapes to their final project, you really see their confidence and skill growth as an audio storyteller. Bear in mind, most of these students have no prior experience to audio storytelling, and many had to rely on their cell phones to produce these packages. Sanbonani Dumelang Afshane, hello, it's your girl Bonakato Mlongo. Welcome to Bonakato's COVID Stories. So, please explain who you are, how COVID has affected you, and what you think about podcasts like these. I am a student from Rhodes University. I am Bonakato's friend, and I think this project is different from all other projects I have seen people do. It makes you question a lot of things and reflect on life before Corona. Hi, I'm Latawa Paila, cousin to Bonakato Mlonga and a student from Nkosa. I think projects like these are very important as the youth. They are very young, just like us. Coronavirus is still new and affects us in many ways, so voicing our opinions is very important. We see on the news how it affects people's health, but I myself know people very close to me who have been affected by the virus. And so I think it is very important to let people know how dangerous and serious it is. My name is Carmen Fassa. The following audio is a mixture of the sounds of my household in Johannesburg. The sound of a gas stove being ignited and a kettle whistling. This is the water fountain next to the swimming pool. The sound of a microwave being started, being used and finishing. Break shot at a pool table. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Zero. All engine running. Lift off. We have a lift off. Thirty-two minutes past the hour. Lift off on Apollo eleven. A special thank you to Bonohatso Mshlongo for her Fox Pop, to Carmen Fesso for her soundscape, and to Andrew Rotenbach for the creative take on the numbers editing exercise. COVID Connected. Why do you guys think that audio storytelling is important? I think audio storytelling is something that's been around for way longer than even visual storytelling because the first TV in South Africa came, I think, around in the 1970s, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. And so audio is what we 
depended on for the longest time, especially to people of color and black people. Because even when TVs did come, we were not given like the privilege to get them first um, yeah. compared to like white people and other people of color who were seen more privileged than us or were put pla- like were placed higher in society. So for black people, like literally the radio is such an important thing. And even at home growing up, my, my granny, my mom, my parents, literally everyone at home relied more on the radio than they did on the TV. And I actually used to hate it because on Sundays, I just want to watch TV, but then they'd all just want to listen to the radio. And so coming from a, an audio background has also like influenced my career path and my interests and what I wanted to do. And also now, even in this technological age, I'm seeing how audio again is rising because it started to die out. Yeah, no um, idea. People don't listen to the radio anymore, which is quite fascinating. Even I don't mm-hmm. listen to the radio when I'm here. Like, I don't. I don't think I have reason to just like sit down and put on. The only times I ever actually listen to the radio <laughs> is when in the car, you know, like yeah, exactly. Like I listen to the radio in a car. I don't have a car, and that's only if the person doesn't have Bluetooth or aux. Exactly, <laughs> not by like, choice. People don't listen to the radio anymore. It made my heart ache, but now it's been interesting because then YouTube started rising, and that was like the the main form of entertainment in like the current media industry. But then now podcasting is suddenly rising so much in South Africa, like. Every All around. Every person like, has a podcast. Everyone has a podcast. Yeah, man. And the Jake Paul podcast. <laughs> like, what does he even talk literally, about? Literally, like, everyone has a podcast. And I find that so interesting. And I don't think people should be discouraged from opening podcasts. If the whole world must have a podcast, that's cool. Because everyone has a story to tell. Yeah, man. Just everyone take your phone out, sit under a blanket, tell your story. Honestly, everyone has something to say. So I really think... Audio storytelling is is very important. It's very essential to, firstly, our history and even the future and just how things are moving going forward. To agree with Lisekho, I feel like audio is growing each day Mm. because for some reason, we really don't listen to radio Mm -hmm. nowadays, but there's podcasts. Yeah. So I feel like this way of storytelling, for some people, it's a good idea because Mm. even though no one listens to radio. We can still get information from podcasts. Mm. And I don't think people read more these days. Yeah. So continuing with this culture of storytelling through audio is a good idea because people will be informed in a way that they prefer because most young people prefer to listen than read mm. nowadays. So True. You heard your tutors. Keep <laughs> up the audio storytelling. It's the future. We're going to make millions off of this in Africa. Wow. Yeah. I hope so. We're different generations. We've experienced audio storytelling differently as well. So why should it matter to them? Why should our students take it as seriously as we've taken it? Because it's their marks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a true. I'm joking. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm kind of just sitting here like, okay, just got me. <laughs> okay, uh, what do I say now? Okay, no, but I think... I think they should take it seriously because if they're doing JMS too, the fact that they've made it this far means that they are interested in doing journalism as a career. And very capable of pursuing it. Yeah, it's something that they are thinking of pursuing if they're not pursuing it already. And if you want to be employable, I think it's very great to have broadcasting as something Mm. that you have as part of your skills. So I think... It's very important for them to take this seriously and actually take this time to pick up a skill and to learn something. 
how is your guys' experience been of the stories that your tattlings are producing now that they're literally just using their cell phones compared to when we were in second year and we got to use the Zoom recorders? Profoundly, I'm very proud of the work that my students have come up with because while using their phones, the quality is good. Yeah. I could tell what the sounds were for the vox pops of their households. There was no difference between working using a recorder and using their phones because I told them some of the ways that they can use to collect good quality audio. So they've used the information that I gave them and the quality is good and I'm happy with the stories that they came up with. It really just shows how determined people are and how creative they can be when you're faced in a situation where you don't have the resources you're supposed to have access to. And now they're having to sit under their blankets to send us voice notes and like come up with creative ways to tell stories from home. As a student, you, you know, you have this comfort zone and it's really outside of that comfort zone where like the most magical things are made and created uh, as journalism students specifically. COVID Connected Kyron Blau is a master's student and the teaching assistant who really makes our jobs as tutors so easy. I don't know if anyone else has experienced this, but students in my group know Kyron as the lecturer for this course. I haven't corrected them. Today, Kyron talks to us about his experience as the teaching assistant and how the audio storytelling course has been running thus far. So what are your roles as a teaching assistant that... Uh, differ from the roles of a tutor because I know you're doing both of them. So the role of a teaching assistant really is to assist obviously the course coordinator working with the tutors, understanding how the tutors work and also just overseeing other things such as, you know, to a certain extent, maintenance of the audio facilities in the audio section, co-developing resources for the audio section and teaching across the school where audio expertise or knowledge might be needed but also there's an element of teaching associated with the TA ship as it is with the tutoring as well. Okay so I just wanted to know from the beginning of this pandemic experience and everything moving online the course had to change drastically to uh, adapt to the situation that everyone is in but how exactly has this audio course like adapted and been structured to suit everything that's been happening? Yeah. So there's a whole chain of a process of changing that happened in the course. So initially what had happened was the course was surrounded each track group, each team member or track team, storytelling team produced a radio show that at the end of the semester aired on RMR. Then in 2018, the course changed then again. So then John, she wrote a paper on podcasting. And I think it really it fits into with what she produced as well. Um, and generally, also just the change in landscape in terms of radio and podcasting, the growing podcasting mm. culture in South Africa and Africa in general. So then, when we were all in person, produced about three or four episodes of a podcast. So there were different podcasts. So from the top of my head, there was the salon. She said, we said, Makanda, are you happy? So each mm. of those teams had an agenda um, and they produced weekly or bi-weekly um, episodes for their podcast. Then COVID happened. So then in 2020, teams were sort of still together and then COVID happened, people had to go remotely and then obviously we found ourselves 
having to contribute to a class podcast which I think is working really well even though students might feel they do not have a direct hand in producing the podcast but they have an impact because without these stories we don't have mm. this, the podcast yeah um, I just wanted to ask, like, could you comment on, you know, Gavin mentioned how people are tired of talking about Corona. Mm. A lot of students in our groups are all saying the same thing. Mm. They all want to stray from talking about the coronavirus. How do you feel about that? Like, how would we respond to such a thing? Yeah. The feelings are, are valid and, and we hear them. Most of us are COVID tired. We're sitting here with our masks on. Mm. As long as they are able to produce content that fits into our storytelling agenda that's of great storytelling quality that's inspiring that's upbeat that's positive so they don't have to go always for content that's sad um, that weighs the spirit down so you can really be as creative explorative in your storytelling there's so much storytelling that you can do with the situation that we find ourselves in it's again up to them i always say to my students and people that i work with Take ownership of what you have. And then from there, if your tutor is like, actually, you know what? This is a brilliant story. Let me do it. For example, Arno. Yeah, Arno. Uh, Arno made a really good story that I thoroughly enjoyed. And it wasn't even directly related to COVID. He just told a good story. So He again, basically he, just, he had like a Dungeons and Dragons world. And he just told us about it because that's what he spent <clears throat> All of the lockdown doing was creating this world. Exactly. So, for example, if you want to make a story about how to bake banana bread, then go for it. I mean, like, there's nothing re remotely related to COVID in it. I mean, like, even though people bake banana bread during the lockdown, <laughs> but you can still make a story of as simple as making banana bread. Mm -hmm. And everything that we're already doing now does, it all has to do with COVID. Everything. Exactly. It's incorporated into our lives now. There's literally no escaping it. So I agree. I think because of the first season and the second season, I think the students just assume that their stories have to be like sad mm, and similar about like death and about being sick or yeah, all of that. But really there's so much that could come out of like our lives because our lives exist outside of COVID. Exactly. And there's still so much like that we do or we go through on a daily that doesn't even include COVID. It's just that we're living in these times. Mm. Gavin, he said something about the department in, and our section being very understanding in terms of students. Just the last thought from me and the challenges that they face. Mm. So the thing that we always, I always say, if you're struggling, let your tutor know. Do mm. not suffer in silence because if you suffer in silence, we don't know where you are in your own learning and then it just it's it's a ripple effect of yeah exactly like if you don't tell me up. like sis my electricity cut off i'm just gonna assume you didn't submit it because exactly. you just didn't want to i always say this to them also i'm like just let me know because you know we're all human at the end of the day i can't really blame you if escom decided to cut you off <laughs> yeah and also now like we have no choice but to be understanding because situations have changed it's not like back then when I think it was easier for us because we were exposed to resources because we lived, I lived on campus. So whenever I needed to do my work, I would just come up here if the electricity cuts off, I could go to the library. And I had nothing else distracting me but school and probably just my social life. But now people are at home and some people play a huge role in taking mm. care of their households. Um, 
some of my tattlings are even working now and so yeah. they'll even explain to me that oh i can't submit today because i'm working like the entire weekend and now i can't say like yeah but then because some people's um home situations are very awkward right now like they're helping their parents because maybe mm. one parent got retrenched and now someone in the house had to take a job so that they could help everyone else in the house so it would be very insensitive of us to not be understanding of things that people are facing and things that people are going through also even the decline in mental health mm. because of the pandemic a lot of people are really struggling mentally and that also affects you academically and the way you function mm. so i think it's very important to be sensitive in this time as a tutor as an educator yeah Anything else any other questions no. Karen any closing remarks Have fun with the course there's so much opportunity for you to learn your tutors are equipped to help you if you're struggling we are here email us communication is key man do not suffer in silence Yeah never never ever we'll struggle with you Yeah COVID Connected. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the COVID Connected podcast, where we connect with the team who makes the podcast come to life. Watch out for our next episode, where we speak to more members of the production team of Corona Diaries, as well as the students whose stories are being featured there. Go well and stay safe.